Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Husker fans. Welcome to episode 260 of the Husker Football Fan Podcast. I'm Mike Harvat. And I'm Justin Swanson. In today's episode, we react to Nebraska's gut punch loss in Ireland and look forward to the team taking out all of their pent-up aggression on North Dakota. May the football gods have mercy on their souls. You can find us on the web at huskerpod.com or by searching Husker Football Fan Podcast on Facebook. You can also connect with us on Twitter by following at huskerpod or email us at huskerpod at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Central Nebraska Buffalo. Check out their website for their latest deals. That's cnbuffalo.com. Also brought to you by Monty Rohde with Pinnacle Realty in Lincoln. Looking to buy or sell a home in Lincoln or know somebody who is? Reach out to Monty at 402-770-3356. Oh, putting a little uh, unique spin on that. Uh, Omaha has uh, uh, a commercial on talk radio right now that is the most obnoxious thing I've ever heard in the world. I won't name the company, but the commercial ends with the guy giving the phone number, and the last four digits are 1717. I guarantee there are people who know what I'm talking about. But anyway. Um, Yeah, so um, we were sold a bill of goods. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that I listened to much of what anybody was selling other than just there's always that natural like you get excited at the last minute i feel a little bit differently from after the first game last year that's really how i felt last year after the Mm. illinois game i was angry because i felt deceived i don't feel deceived this time i just feel like it's it's still scott frost coach team you know he's got some weaknesses for sure and uh there's a few things that maybe we assumed would be one way or the other and they're not for good or for worse. So, I mean, I thought the D-line was going to be way better, but I guess having a Big 12 D-line <laughs> doesn't stop a Big 10 running attack. Mm. Uh, although, I think Oshan Mathis led the, was second in the team of tackles, but um, that was a big surprise, that they ran all over us, that our linebackers yeah. were getting smoked, that our DBs were having to come down and make tackles like crazy in the second half. That was a big surprise. The offensive line struggling... I don't think anybody's shocked by that, although it's really disappointing to see. And then uh, we were, I think we were all delighted in the first half by Casey Thompson mm-hmm. and his accuracy. And then he came back down to earth there in the second half. Well, even in the second half, I felt like he was throwing balls that people should have been catching. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not disappointed with his performance as much as I think people are complaining about for the second half they're they're saying like oh man things really deflated for him in the second half. sure but there were a lot of dudes getting hit right in the hands and the ball ended up on the ground or in somebody else's hands it's stupid yeah yeah i think that was a pretty good northwestern defense and they they do tend to swing high or swing low you know they they kind of have to rebuild a lot and that but then they can build back up and um 
I think a lot of the beat writers that I read didn't think they were going to be that good. So, so either they are surprising all of us, or it's just a really bad sign for mm-hmm. our team. Hopefully, it's the form. Right. So, interestingly, last year heading into the season, I very much felt like we better win the first game or we're in huge trouble. Um, now, that could be the case this year. And it really stinks that Northwestern is in our division, in our conference. Yeah, and that's that hurts. the first game. Like, that's yeah. the only thing that's really like a, ooh, that stinks. Um, but again, we have been saying all off season this year's schedule is a relatively favorable schedule for a team that's uh in the position we're in <laughs> for, uh, for sure. a team that's already on the ropes thank goodness we're not playing ohio state you know um so uh, yeah, i know there's michigan on the uh schedule but but i i don't know i just i look at the next several weeks could finally be like an opportunity for this team to respond in a way that didn't happen last year. They could say, okay, let's settle down. We got a couple of games ahead of us that, uh, you know, barring any, uh, just something just completely blowing up in our face. I think everybody expects Nebraska to win the next two games. Right. So that gives them that gives them another half month essentially to prepare for, "Quote unquote real football again, right? Yeah. So that, yeah, I I just feel like I feel like there's still a chance to save this season, and I feel like a lot of people are just like, well, it's all over already, and I'm just like, yeah. ah, they can still write this ship. Yeah, I I agree with you. I I do think that we know enough about to kind of reiterate a point I made just a moment ago. Like we know enough about Scott to know that he's got some flaws as a head coach. Mm-hmm. But the whole reason that this season is interesting is because he's brought in people on offense, especially to mitigate some of those weaknesses. Sure. And we never thought that the offense was going to have it all figured out at the beginning. So that is one. That's why last year at the Illinois game where you had a, a fourth year senior, fourth year starting quarterback, you had a ton of returners all over the place and they'd said they were going to fix all these things. Mm-hmm. That was why I was so angry last year. And so at this point, and maybe it's just because it's more than 24 hours since the game, I'm not angry right now. I'm just disappointed. And um, there's it's a long season. Yeah, but the one, the one thing I was thinking is that Frost really does struggle in the, in the crunch time. And basically this season is one long crunch time. Yeah. Um, so like that doesn't bode well for him, but I don't think there's any chance that he gets fired midway through the season. This is all new offensive staff, all new special teams. Most, for the most part, the special teams were a lot better. Um, lost a lot of leadership. I hadn't thought about it much, but we broke in new defensive backs, uh, new safety, brand new safeties and started mm-hmm. before. So, yeah, I think that was like, I don't know, maybe this is something that's been discussed by other folks, but as somebody who kind of took a step back this summer and Uh wasn't paying as much attention as some, I think the casual fan, which I think I do a good job of representing just the dude who's like, hey, Husker football's back. Let's do this. Um, I think a lot of folks just kind of assumed, oh, Chinander knows what he's doing. So even with the turnover and all the people 
it, you know, playing for the first time on Saturday. It's, he's he's got to figure it out. Everything's going to be yeah. fine, you know. Well, it's, he's been there for five years, and he's yeah. had his assistant coaches pretty much con- the whole time. And you swap out in and out to Yodi. I think at the end of last season, when we lost a couple of D linemen, there was some real concern about that position. But then, like I think I said last week, I, I felt like it went from a question mark to a big plus. And uh, man, they got pushed around. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe <clears throat> maybe it's mental and not physical. You know, maybe they just weren't prepared the new guys for for what a Big Ten running attack was gonna throw at them, but. Yeah, Northwestern, a team that we demolished last year, uh, really moved the ball kind of at will. And I know everybody seems to want to point solely to the crazy onside kick, but... uh, There was still a lot of football to play after that. I mean, a play in the third quarter doesn't lose a game for you. It also probably wouldn't have won the game for you, like Frost seemed to think. I mean, (laughs) he has always struggled with putting the foot on throat kind of thing. Yeah. And so I, you know, he was trying. He was pressing, just like Casey Thompson was kind of pressing on those throws in the fourth quarter, and maybe throwing it a little too hard or a little high. Uh, Frost was pressing, and uh, I, you talked about taking a break. Uh, that was one thing when we got done with the game yesterday. I was like, man, I'm glad we did not <laughs> podcast through the summer. I don't feel. I mean, obviously, there would have been all this investment, all this yeah. build up, and look what we got. <laughs> Obviously, um, still a huge fan. Gonna be a fan no matter what. Yeah. But um, I'll I would be at say the game that, on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Do you know where? Well, you're, yeah. First, first time since 2018 going to a game. So I hope to bump into you. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that apathy is a real concern right Ooh. now, and that's where Trev's attention is probably going to be. I mean, yeah. I feel it. I feel it in myself. I feel apathy. Like you know, I. On one hand, I was happy that I didn't like totally ruin my day, and I was able to have a good afternoon with my family and um, not just have my life wrecked. But at the same time, like that's probably a bad sign. Yeah, yeah. The- I, dude, I even had the exact same thing happen to me uh, last night. I went for a bike ride, which was really helpful to just kind of uh, process. I listened to Big Red overreaction on my phone while I <laughs> rode around the lake. But uh, when I was done. I, I felt refreshed. I felt ready to move on. And, I, you know, my attitude was like, okay, what am I going to do tonight? You know, and, and I noticed, I was like, wait, wait, I've moved on really quickly. Mm. I'm fine. Oh, that's not good. So, yeah, exact yeah. same thing. Um, the, what concerns me is it's weird because, like, you think the rest of the, uh, man, I feel like college football fans, when Nebraska starts winning again, I think that we need to be as arrogant and as <laughs> loud and as annoying as we possibly can be when we start beating teams again. Because I feel like the rest of the world, like Nebraska has been down for a while and mm-hmm. they just keep kicking us. And kicking us. They just keep coming. And, like, they're not sick of it yet. It's like, what do we have to do for you guys to, like, lay off and stop with the snide commentary? I mean, you see the tweets from Pat Forty yesterday. I I saw that you saw it. My my head out. Pull my hair out. It was. uh, Part of the problem is that it was. It's like the first game of the season, and there was really no other game. So we had the world's full attention. So. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> got embarrassed in front of everybody. Right. And the funny thing about that is because people who didn't have any skin in the game, they were like, college football's back. This game's super entertaining. I'm just like, this, sure, game, yeah. this game is trash, actually. Yeah. Like, if you look at what's happening on the field right now, like, this, this is sloppy, gross, awful, disgusting football. Um, but it was hot, you know, we moved, both sides moved the ball. Yeah, there, there were lead changes. and catches. Yeah, and yep. There's one, yeah, to your point, it every rando is commenting about Nebraska football, and there's this uh, one Twitter handle I started following several months ago on my personal account where mm-hmm. it's called Art But Make It Sports, and they basically line up some bizarre pose in a game, and then there's like a work of classical art like a caravaggio or a Mm titian or something and they're in the exact same pose and i've been mandy and i've been enjoying that for the last couple months well i'm just scrolling through twitter and then they had one of the nebraska win probability line (laughs) and it was matched up with some 1944 era modern art that had a line that went you know even (laughs) then crashes right and i was like oh no everybody's piling on (laughs) oh but honestly the the thing that's most concerning for me i sent you a video this afternoon uh it was sent out by the bar school barstool huskers oh i thought it was a screenshot account. i didn't actually watch it. it it was all these these young kids wearing nebraska gear i can only assume that they're unl students and i think it was like playing taps in the background or something oh, and they were okay. all saluting and they were having a funeral quote unquote for scott frost's coaching career and the kids are all giggling. It's funny to them. And part of me had the whole, like, old man yells at cloud attitude watching it. Like, you guys don't understand what we've had to endure. But but that's the thing. All the kids who are going to school at UNL right now who are mm-hmm. not playing football for the, the school, mm-hmm. they have, since they were children seen nebraska be a big joke yeah and that's that 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 has me concerned (sighs) because like we've we've gone from we've we've moved from being in a place of oh we feel sorry for nebraska because like the people who are level-headed see it and just be like man how much more can that fan base take right yeah but i think it's moved to the point of absurdity where people are just (laughs) It's just funny now. It's just a joke. We have become a joke to the college football world. Yeah. It's not a fun place to be. I think, yeah, I think Scott's got a year here, and the schedule is very manageable in the front half, and I, I still say that, and it gets a lot harder in the back half, so you've got some time to figure some things out. And, uh, you know, he's got... I, I'm curious what Whipple what Whipple's role is now. Obviously he calls the plays. They were making the offense together Frost said, I didn't listen to the post game prefer conferences. I don't want to listen to that, but I did <laughs> see where Frost said that their offensive staff needs to be more creative and realize that you have to be more creative to win in the big 10. I don't, I don't know if that's a shot at Whipple or it's, it kind of feels <laughs> like it, or if that's him talking to himself, probably not. It felt like him saying like, I knew this now you need to know it too. Mm. And uh, that just doesn't sound healthy. Even like Amir Abdullah was calling calling out the onside kick. I mean, just everybody's pile on. But anyway, I yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what happens next. But these guys have been practicing all year, and I don't I don't think they give up now. And 
got a couple games to get things right. And I did see one national commentator describe the North Dakota game as a trap game for Nebraska because you're on the road. Come on. This is before the game. You're on the road flying. You know, they just got back mm. or they got back at like two in the morning yeah. or something. and Jet lag and all that. Yeah. Super, super jet lag. So, but I think maybe he was thinking it was North Dakota State who's won national championships at the FCS level. Right. Yeah, I took a look at ESPN's page for the game, and uh, their chances of victory, North Dakota. Um, I don't remember what it was last week, but we could say you know it, they, their chances have doubled, um, which puts them at a two point one percent chance of winning. <laughs> so like, e- even even still after yesterday's embarrassment, uh, things are looking very very likely that Nebraska is going to be just fine this weekend. So. Um, ugh. so, um, yeah, I just, uh, I don't have any specific thoughts about offense, defense. I mean, special teams sticks out to me as, okay, yeah, that was an improvement. Sure. Except for the onside kick. If you erase that, the, the performance of special teams throughout the rest of the game was fine. Good. Yeah. Had some good punts. Fine is fine is a good word for it. Let me see if I can pull up stats that I had identified earlier oh yeah Bushini six punts for an average of 47.2 50 yards was the longest and he had four inside the 20s so that yeah. that's huge that's yeah. huge although they did out uh mm-hmm. he he had a lower yard average luke acres had a 40.8 yard average but his four that were inside the 20 were inside like the five so right that uh they both punted well but we got a little bit the worst of that. We missed that one field goal at halftime, the 56-yarder as time expired. Two touchbacks. Um, I don't think we had any punt return yards. Is that right? I don't think so. Nothing to speak of. Nothing comes to mind. Yeah, and uh, and they, they fair caught the first kickoff that maybe he could have taken for a few yards, and then the second or third one he took from, like, he took a couple that he didn't get out to the 25. One he did, yeah, it was the 26. So, yeah, I would say we've maybe said on and off, whether it was on the show here or one-on-one, that if we could even go from terrible to average, that would be a huge improvement. So I think we were at least yeah. average. <laughs> yes, yep. I don't think I there's don't, any... I don't expect I, us to be in the 100s this year. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that there's new SP Plus numbers today yeah. since so few teams played. Mm-hmm. But uh, when that comes out next week... You know, we could be solidly in the 60s, maybe. <laughs> hey, to be twice as good as you were last year. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Just looking How, at we- these charts, three turnovers. Uh, we lost the time of possession big time. They had it for 34 minutes. Um, it's just it's just disappointing. Losing, losing Vokalek at one point, that was a huge blow. Yeah. I mean, he, he's pretty clutch, and he's 6'7". You know, mm. he's three inches taller than the next guy so that tip pass at the end that was uh, intercepted i mean that if he's in that's probably caught he rolled his ankle i think he said he'll be okay um so he's a really important piece it's crazy to see all the different wide receivers catching balls that weren't even on the team last year uh (laughs) I think we all agree Isaiah Garcia Castaneda did not fumble that ball. That was a huge call. Yeah, that was a huge call. You could clearly like uh, what was what was striking to me is you see his knee go down and then you see the guy pull away with the ball. 
but I think that they had to say it stands because you never see the moment that control is lost. I think I'd like that can only be the explanation is that they didn't they didn't have a good enough camera angle to say there it is. There's where he's down and he still has possession. They they just didn't have that. I thought it was pretty clear, but yeah. uh, vocal act super efficient. Five catches on five targets. Trey Palmer eight catches on thirteen targets uh, for a long of sixteen. And then uh, Garcia Castaneda, four catches on seven targets for 120 yards, 44 long, or excuse me, 58 yard for the long and a touchdown. He was exciting. Um, Omar Manning, not even, didn't even get a target. Uh, Ramir Johnson uh, didn't get a target or a carry. So uh, kind of a forgotten dude there. Yant only carried the ball three times for five yards. Yeah. Huh. Oh wow. I'm just I'm looking at the the stats for the first time right now. That's a change from Martinez. Casey Thompson, three carries, negative eighteen yards. That would not have been the case with uh yeah. Martinez. That that was something that cons- that I considered yesterday, and we don't have to go down this road. But part of me wonders like with Martinez, we probably won yesterday, didn't we? I don't know. I don't know that it's any it you maybe we do. But he took a pound, would have taken a pounding because yeah. of a physical Northwestern defense. And then, like, the last half of the schedule, he's got his, you know, like a bionic eyeball because he just got, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, he's got a, a peg leg because right. he got the snot beat out of him. I just, so. yeah, I guess I just kind of like, I'm thinking, like, pound for pound. I think he, he would have been the edge yesterday. A- Adrian doesn't make that 58 yard pass work. Hmm. Hmm. Adrian doesn't do that. Um, he probably does run it more. I mean, the one time that Smothers came in, he ran a triple option for seven yards. I'd like to see them throw him in one more time. Sure. A couple more times. That was weird. I assumed Thompson was hurt or something when they put him in. But uh, then that was right after he threw the interception, too. So part of me was like, was that like a punishment? Oh, they benched him. Yeah, I yeah. got that, too. Uh, I got on Twitter for a second, and Sam McEwen at that time said it, he expected that to happen, that they'd use Hey, Yeah, the defense, I'm... I'm concerned about the defense. Luke Reimer, 12 tackles. O'Shawn Mathis, 10. Nick Henrich, 9. So two two linebackers and a defensive lineman uh, are your top three. I, it just maybe it seemed like the safeties were in <laughs> making tackles a lot. Um, Garrett Nelson had a really tough matchup with maybe the best tackle in the Big Ten, one of the best. So he didn't really blow. I mean, we didn't touch the quarterback. <laughs> I don't think we touched him. Yep. But, um, yeah, we got a ways to go. Oh, let's see here. Uh, who is it? Uh, Omar Brown was credited with a sack. So I guess uh, Big Mac sack. We got it? I guess it happened. I have no clue what the play was. Where are you was, seeing that? I don't, it was his I don't... one tackle. Huh. And Buford and Newsome. No, those are tackles for loss. Yeah, it's just on a single, a single tackle from Omar. I'm Brown. looking at yeah, I'm looking at the stats on Huskers.com, and it has him with an, an assisted tackle, but not a sack. Huh. Well, hmm. maybe ESPN's wrong. I don't trust ESPN. <laughs> well, this is how you're going to have to find out, folks. Go to McDonald's tomorrow, order <laughs> a Big Mac, and see if you get two. <laughs> it's the only way to know. It's the only way to know. Actually, that's a pretty good way to check. 
Like, because, <laughs> like, legally, they, their lawyers know whether or not there was a sack. <laughs> right. No, no, we're not giving you that food. Right. Anyway, you ready to wash your mouth of this game, spit it, spit out the mouthwash, and move on? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's onward, whether we like it or not, mm-hmm. and... um I think the excitement level dips down here pretty low for these two low-level no-name matchups. And then, I think you're you know, going to see a lot of people this weekend at Memorial Stadium who don't usually go to Nebraska. Games. Yeah, yep. You're going to see a lot of kids. <laughs> yep. I agree. It's definitely that one. A lot of, oh, so how do you know so-and-so who usually <laughs> sits in this spot? <laughs> oh, man, some people who sit next to me, who have sat next to me for years... I texted them the other day just to say, hey, excited about the season. See you soon. They're like, hey, we did not renew our tickets this year. Yeah. And then some friends of mine from out of town who come back every year for a game aren't coming back this year. So, um, yeah. I I think think, that's the kind of stuff that we got to be cautious about this year. Yeah. I think if we – Frost needs to win at least six. Oh, yeah. And he needs to have, like, a decent pelt to put on his wall. Like, if he can beat Oklahoma, that could go a long way. I mean, we're sitting at three wins at that point, and uh, that that's his signature win right there. He doesn't yeah. have a signature win. Not at all. And he's, he's what, 15 and 30 at this point. And what was Riley's record? I'm just trying to th- remember what our record is as a podcast. Oh, gross. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. You're going to do that to me? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll just Google it here. Oh, it's nineteen and nineteen. I can remember that. Oh, right. Well, we're bo- we're below that number. Were you, are you and I both trying to do mental math here? No, I I for, I didn't pay attention to the first. So we're thirty four and sixty nine as a podcast. Woo! Yeah. Volleyball's kicking butt. <laughs> oh, okay, so that's really interesting to think about, like. Frost's signature win. He needs something. I mean, doesn't have anything. Yeah, Oklahoma would be huge. Both, well, you know, like I was saying, we got a chance here to kind of right the ship. Not all is lost. Like, I think some people have already, like, thrown up their hands and said, Yeah, it's over Here the we top. go again. Um, they can win the next two games, and then we come out and surprise Oklahoma. I think I think everything's back up, back on the table if we beat Oklahoma. Everything's yeah. back on the table. Yeah. So yeah. So Frost, if you're listening, our <laughs> advice to you is beat Oklahoma, and that will bode well for your future at Nebraska. I just like I'm not. I have I have no power. You know, I don't have Trev Albert's ear. I just you know, my personal opinion is that's probably a good idea. Is beat Oklahoma. If you can, if you can make it happen, then have it. Yeah, I mean, we'd appreciate it. Please. Okay, so the North Dakota Fighting Hawks. Yep. That's a cool I mean that's cooler than bison or bison if you ask me. Fighting <laughs> fighting hawks? Heck yeah. I want to be a bird of prey. <laughs> I kind of think of you as one. I'm glad that you don't think of me as a bison even though I resemble one more so. I'm big and hairy. I don't know how to respond to that, Mike. So, as I said previously, uh, ESPN's FPI puts us at a 97.9% chance of victory. Um, this really is one of those 
um, what 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 do you call these types of games? Just the the, the fluff, popcorn, uh, candy. Yeah, yeah. Little Sisters of the Poor. We're bringing in a uh, you know a high school plus team. Uh, <laughs> I need to be careful. If we lose this game, somebody's gonna like pull out a quote and be like, "Check out what this Nebraska podcaster had to say." I I noticed some uh, some I I spent a lot less time on Twitter this game. I'm really proud of that. It was fun to get on later in the day and see some of the things you tweeted and some of the reactions <laughs> people got. But I saw the uh, Wisconsin or the Northwestern offensive line coach said, "And to think that we only puked four times this off season." Uh. And then I saw someone pulled up an old tweet of Chaz in SoCal. Oh, no. From 2018 like saying, like, catch us now, beat us now, because you won't be beating us later. Mm. And they're like, we're still beating you. And uh, What do you mean we're still beating you? We just we embarrassed you last year. Like, come on. Come on. I don't, I don't think I don't think Northwestern has any room to talk trash like you know, for instance, Iowa does. Iowa, if they want to talk trash, okay, you guys earned it. <laughs> I, I have no, I have no defense if an Iowa fan wants to talk trash right now. Go ahead. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and it's that kind of thing. It's, I mean, when it's closer to game time, it'll bug me. But at this point, it doesn't even bug me because it feels like it, it hurts when it's coming from the outside and you don't feel like you deserve it, and it feels a little cheap. But like to your point, it, it's just it's fact. You know, like we yeah. can't. We haven't beat these teams, and it's we got to figure ourselves out. It's our own. We got to figure out what's going on here before we can worry about beating everybody else. And we're still figuring it out. You know, seven years, eight years, nine years, twenty years, however long it's been. I don't know. You got you yourself have to become the person you want to be before you can find the person that you need to be for you. You need to be the football team that you need you to be before you can be the victory team that you need football to be. Be the football you wish to see on the field. Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> Michael uh, Scott. <laughs> Michael Scott, yeah. Mike, I don't have anything else to talk about. I... Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's not much to say about North Dakota. I mean, they haven't It'll played happen. a game yet. There's a football game that's going to happen. They're going to come down here. They're from North Dakota. Our game against them will be on BTN. Then they'll have a game on ESPN3. And then the rest of their season's on ESPN+. Plus. So that's the caliber of team that we are playing. And I promise, what I'm saying right now, this is not to make fun of them in any way, shape, or form. We're just being very transparent about the fact that we don't know anything about this team. So, go Big Red. <laughs> yeah, go Big Red. I hope we win. So, um, since the last episode, uh, there's been an announcement. Return to Monkey Island is coming out on sep- September 19th. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Started playing the original Monkey Island special edition with my kids. It's the way to do it. It's pretty fun. We got, we got to insult sword fighting pretty quick. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Anyway wanted to throw that out there because i did tweet about it after the game i said at least there's a new monkey island game coming out i saw richard branch with the buck around retweeted it i knew i liked that guy i know that was my thought mike let's call it good i think we're there i've got nothing to say i've been out of things to say for about five minutes yeah it's okay all right go big red go big red
The Husker Football Fan Podcast is an unofficial, non-commercial podcast and is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. The views expressed on this podcast belong solely to the individuals expressing them. The Husker Football Fan Podcast is not endorsed by or affiliated with the Nebraska Cornhuskers or the University of Nebraska.